Hi, Dr. Eric Westman here with another episode of Learn with Dr. Westman. Today I'll be talking about sugar in the drinks. But before I get started, I'd like to officially announce for the first time ever, we'll be hosting a seven-day Start Keto Right Challenge starting on January 2nd. The Keto Challenge will include my prescription strength diet. It's the food list some of you may know as page four, which is the same plan I've used in my clinic to help thousands of people lose weight, reverse type 2 diabetes, and be free of a long list of other health issues. So I'll talk a little more about what to do to get into the challenge at the end of this video. Videos from going on from now, I'm going to be doing several different oh, kinds of videos, if you will. This one, Learn with Dr. Westman, is kind of the traditional way I've been doing things, taking a topic and, and getting into detail about one topic. Then I'd also like to include uh, uh, reactions to other videos. So there'll be a Dr. Westman reacts to other uh, types of videos. Um, also then a review of a certain food or approach will uh, be one type of video. And then I'm also going to be interviewing other people. And these will be practitioners or, or influencers or maybe patients with results. So if you, if you wanna be interviewed, let me know. I will try to set that up. Uh, although I have a lot of interview candidates from my clinic population here at Duke. So this video is going to be about sugar in the drinks. Probably the, the best public health measure that could be taken to reduce uh, obesity and diabetes and, and for that matter, uh, dental issues like uh, cavities and periodontal disease would be to get rid of the sugar in the drinks. And let me just explain why. It's everywhere. <laughs> um, unless it's a diet drink or water itself, or there's some very interesting sparkling waters that are available these days that are sweet. And then you also have that fizz or the carbonation that some people like. Um, but so sugar in the drinks, like, you know, the sugar sweetened beverages, SSBs, they're called. Pretty much all the health experts say that they should at least be limited. I think they shouldn't be consumed at all just because of the effect it has on the blood sugar. So think about it. If you have a, a liquid form of uh, you know, sugar in, uh, in the water or in the soda, it doesn't even have to be digested much in order for it to be absorbed right through the stomach or intestine into the bloodstream. So probably the uh, worst uh, offender for raising the blood sugar really fast is a sugar-sweetened uh, beverage. Uh, and we try to protect against the blood sugar and blood glucose elevation, uh, same thing, uh, and the insulin rise that happens after that because that is the cascade of events toward obesity and for uh, prediabetes and diabetes. Um, in, in my area, uh, in the southern United States, sugar in the beverage is so common. Uh, tea is always sweet tea unless otherwise uh, stated. <laughs> so if you go into the restaurant and ask for tea, you're basically going to get tea with sugar in it. Um, a friend of mine who 
came down from the north to practice medicine in the south didn't realize that tea was sweet tea unless otherwise specified and uh, had to actually learn that the hard way <laughs> by by consuming it himself and then also dealing with his patients about the sweet tea. So, But the good news, um, while you can't, well, I guess juice is the other thing that is not really respected as a sugar-sweetened beverage because people will tell me, but it's natural sugar. Well, I, I suppose it is if you squeezed the, the orange yourself, but even then natural sugar raises the blood sugar, the blood glucose, same thing. So, um, but refined juices, you know, the ones you see aisle and aisles and aisles of the juices at the store, they basically have lots of sugar in it. And um, that uh, glucose uh, goes up, insulin goes up to lower the blood glucose, and it's that multiplication of glucose times insulin that is the damaging sort of um, marker. We want to keep the glucose and the insulin low by whatever means. Um, so, you know, if you think of beverages, water is probably the the best beverage to have, although many of us were uh, raised with the idea of drinking something sweet. So that's where I don't mind that people use something other than sugar to sweeten the beverages. Diet soda, for example, um, has no carbs. And so I teach people to look at the label and look at the number that comes after total carbohydrate. If it's a zero for the beverages, then that's just fine. Um, it doesn't matter to me if it's sweetened with Splenda, NutraSweet, um, uh, monk fruit or allulose or, you know, you know if you want to um, have coffee and sweeten it with any of these non-sugar sweeteners, that's fine because it doesn't have much impact on the metabolism. Um, I'm still kind of uh, holding out if you can give me that scientific paper that shows, or even uh, in many people, the uh, uh, evidence that these artificial sweeteners, non-sugar sweeteners, raise the insulin level. I, I, I will uh, handsomely you know, um, reward you with, with credit because I think there's a lot of uh, – inappropriate fear about these non-sugar sweeteners. And I have not seen a paper in the context of a, a low-carb diet showing that these non-sugar sweeteners have any effect on the insulin level. There's one paper with people who are eating carbs, so that doesn't count. It has to be in someone who's not eating carbs, which means it's relevant to the low carb or keto context. Um, so, you know, I just went to uh, Dr. Google or, you know, Google University and pulled up uh, an image of how much sugar is in your drink. Of course, water has zero. Diet sodas will have zero. Many of these uh power drinks or, or sports drinks now have a zero version of it. Uh, but a regular sports drink had 21 grams of carbs per 12-ounce serving. And of course, that's the other thing you have to be mindful of. If it has sugar or carbs in it, whatever it is, of drink or food, you have to look at the serving size because you uh, uh, often are having more than the serving size, which means you'll have more than just the amount stated on the label. Uh, sweetened iced tea, 40 grams. Orange juice, 42 grams. Uh, energy drink or, or soda, having 50 
grams of, of sugar in it, you know, uh, and then something like a latte or, or a, a, um, a designer type coffee place will have lots of sugar in those drinks. If it's sweet, suspect that it has sugar in it. And yes, even natural sugar from juices uh, is going to raise the blood sugar. And you want to make sure you stay away from having much of that. Um, and that's because the sugar gets absorbed very quickly. I guess an example of that, um, if you have a low blood sugar, you're, you have diabetes and you're on medicine that makes the blood sugar go too low, just a, a, a sip or mouthful of Coca-Cola or, or juice can raise the blood sugar very quickly. It's a way to rescue a low blood sugar just to dramatize how fast that can happen. Um, the absorption of sugar from a drink. Um, well, let's get back to that seven day keto challenge. So it's going to be at the beginning of the year, right? The, the New Year's resolutions in January 2nd to January 8th. And we've created this keto challenge because unfortunately, there's a lot of misinformation out there about the keto diet. And we've coined this term, the internet keto or internet keto because the, it, there's just all sorts of bizarre uh, types of, of recommendations out there. So we want to make sure that you're starting keto the right way. And in this challenge, uh, you'll actually be getting uh, uh, lots of stuff in it, although it's going to be $9 to join the challenge. But, but for the $9, you'll get a ton of value, including the page for food list, which is a $10 value. And you also get daily live sessions with me and with our staff nutritionist, Amy Berger, alternating uh, each day during the, the sessions, um, as well as a private Facebook group for challengers who who've joined the challenge only for these folks, where you can ask questions during the entire seven days, and you'll get even more in addition to that. And we've uh, become pretty accustomed to helping people in this social media sort of group. Um, and it's a way to make sure you're getting started the right way. Uh, I've learned that with uh, anything that has an addictive element to it, including sugar and carbs, you want to get into a group as you get started and having a group support may be the, the key aspect of what didn't, may, not, may not have worked for you before. So be sure you're doing it in a group with uh, a group like ours where you're learning how to do it the right way. To exactly see what you get or, or to enroll in the challenge, I'll include a link in the uh, page uh, notes at the bottom of this video. I hope that's helpful. If you enjoyed this video, be sure to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. And check out AdapterLifeAcademy.com.